0: here this morning once again. I don't know if you're being blessed. All the things you're doing is to aid you to receive more from the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. And I know that this morning you're going to be blessed, you're going to receive the Word, and your life is going to be upgraded, updated to the glory of God. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit who is here with us. To teach us your word. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your love and your kindness. We receive your word with meekness and with gladness, Lord. Thank you that these words are working in our spirits, working in our hearts, and causing us to move forward from glory to glory. Even in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Wow. 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 What a blessing. I've yes. been sharing concerning the authority. The believers authority hallelujah, hallelujah. So this will be part four isn't it yeah. wow what a, what a blessing what a blessing we are joint heirs isn't it yeah. we are joint heirs together with christ jesus wow. wow that is that is very powerful what it means is that you don't you don't have need of anything what could you need You have access to everything. We are heirs of God. Joint heirs with Christ. And he's giving us all his authority. All his authority. The Bible says that they know not. Neither do they understand. They walk on in darkness. I have said that ye are gods. And that ye are the children of the most high. But you shall die like one of the princes of this world. Why? Because... They know not. Do you see? They know not. I have said that ye are gods. I have said that ye are gods. Before he said that, he said that the foundations of the world are out of course. You see? They know they, This is Psalm 82, verse 5. He says, they know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. And he says, all the foundations of the earth are out of course. Everything is in, is in disarray. It's disorganized. Things are not working as you're supposed to. So much confusion, so much uh, uh, depression, poverty, sickness, lack. Things are out of course. That's not how God made it for it to be, you see. He says, we are recreated unto good works. We are recreated in Christ Jesus unto good works. You know, the Amplified talks about how that we are recreated in Christ Jesus unto good works, taking the paths which God designed and pre-planned for us to walk in. Living the good life. So if your life is not going the way God wants you to go, there's something wrong. And he says, it's because you don't know. Neither do you understand. It's all because you don't know something. There's something you are not aware of. You see, there's something you don't know. One day, David had become king. And he was so interested in getting the Ark of Covenant into Jerusalem where he was. He wanted the Ark of Covenant to be close to him. So he got a new cart, a new new horses with new chariots everything, new. Because he loved God so much. You know, you can you can you can genuinely be wrong. You can be wrong and genuinely be wrong. You can be honestly wrong. Do you see? He didn't know what he was supposed to do. He had not read it in the Bible. You know, so he put the Ark of Covenant on this new cart and had people, you know, walk around it. One of the guys' name was Uzzah, and the other one was Ahio. Ah- you know, and they were just the the, the horses were just pulling the cart and pulling the Ark of Covenant along. The Bible says that God was angry. God was angry already <laughs> because they were not doing it according to what he had revealed, what he had said. And they got to a certain place, the Ark of Covenant shook, the cart shook a little. And Uzzah, with good intentions, wanting to put the Ark of Covenant in this place so that it doesn't fall, touched the Ark of Covenant, did what he was not supposed to do. Because no human being was supposed to touch the Ark of Covenant. It was only the priest who was supposed to touch it. And when he touched it like that, that, that the anger of the Lord was rekindled against him. And he was killed on that on the spot, right on the spot. So there are Christians who are destroyed, killed, because they don't know what God has said in His Word. Genuinely, David didn't know. The Bible says, "From that day onwards, David became afraid of God. He was scared. He was because he had been cool with God all this while. You know, he became afraid." This is 2 Samuel chapter 6. You can see it there. And David, this is verse 9. He says, and David was afraid of the Lord that day and said, How shall the ark of the of the Lord come to me? How? You know, and he went to read. He went to read. He went to find out. He went to the scriptures to find out. That was the difference between Saul and David. David would find out, Saul would not find out. Saul also made a a blunder like that. He committed a blunder like that. God gave him instructions in 1 Samuel concerning Amalek. But he didn't read to know how. God was going to use him to do something he had said in his word. In Exodus chapter 17, when Moses and Joshua were fighting against Amalek, God said something that he would wipe Amalek off the face of the earth. And God had, you know, God himself a king in Saul. And told Saul, I want you to go and get this particular thing done. But because Saul had not been reading the scriptures, because he didn't know what was in the word, he took it lightly. He went, killed a lot of the people, as God said, but he didn't kill everybody as God had said he should. He left the king and left all the fat sheep and everything. He, was, he, he had good intent. He said the people reserve these fat sheep to sacrifice to you. Wow. Genuinely, he, he, made, he made a genuine mistake because he didn't know. Do you see? And he had to pay for it. That so was important. He says my people perish. My people are cut off. Many people are destroyed, have problems because of a lack of knowledge. You know, and I'm not talking about just mere knowledge. There are different levels of knowledge. I'm talking about epignosis, the the intimate knowledge of God, getting to the know the word of God for yourself, you see, and relating with it. The knowledge where you the knower and the known are united and hence can produce results, can be fruitful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not just hearing it, but hearing it and making it drive you to do what he's saying. That's what we are talking about. You see, it's God's utmost desire that you grow in knowledge. You grow in knowledge. If you read in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, he says he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Then he says, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Then he says, till we we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. He wants us to come to the knowledge, the word knowledge that is a prognosis, full comprehension, practical knowledge, a knowledge where the knower and the known are united and hence are producing fruits. You can know this, you can sit in church and you hear these things over and over and over again and never have it come to you as a revelation from God. Do you see? So you know that you have authority, but you've never, whenever you find yourself in a circumstance, you never put it to work. It shows that you actually don't know it. You've seen it. You've heard it. But it has not gone into your heart yet. It has not had dominion over you yet. Do you see? So your, your experience shows and explains, makes us know whether you have, you have had access to the truth, whether you have had, you've been able to lay hold on the truth or not. What, what is happening around you? How come you're quiet? There are a lot of Christians who are quiet. Financially, you're not doing well, but you're quiet. Instead of talking your way out, you are looking up to somebody else. There are lot of Christians who have demonic manifestations around them. It's clear that what is going on is demons. But then you know that you're supposed to cast it out. But then you just don't find the strength to cast it out just when you need to. It's because you don't know it as much as you are supposed to know. Yeah. Understanding pushes you to do what you're supposed to do. The one who bore fruit in Matthew chapter 13, the one who had fruitfulness, 30, 60, and 100 fold, was the one who had understanding. When he received the word, he had understanding. And the word understand there means to push to do, to get to accomplish. If you really understood the word, it will get to accomplish what it's, it's saying. So you see. So we are talking about full knowledge, precise, correct knowledge, where you know it. So you get to know it through meditation. The more you think about it, the more it enters you. And the more it enters you, the more it controls you. In Colossians 3.16, he says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let the word of Christ dwell in you. Let it have the word dwell, that means let it have dominion. Let it govern you. Let it govern your life. It will govern you. It will make you do what it talks about. It will get you to do what it talks about. The word of God is a person. And so long as you have allowed the word, the knowledge of God's word to dwell, you see that person controlling your life. Do you see? You see that word controlling your life. You see changing your thoughts. Your thought pattern will be different. The way you think will be different. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So get to know the word. It's so important. It's so important. What has he done for us? I'm a joint heir. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. It's not, it's not just something that we, 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 we want to say. No. This is life. This is the life. This is what God wants. This is, this is what God has done for you. The earlier you take it seriously and start living by it, the better. I'm a joint heir with Christ. I'm different. I'm not like every other person. I'm different. If they all die, I will not die. Yeah, because I'm seated together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. This is my reality. It's not a joke. It's not something I just heard. It's not just something they just said in the church. It's not something they said to me online. No, I believe it. God says it, I believe it, and that settles it. So the earlier you decide on taking the word of God seriously, the better it will be for you. Because you can hang around Christians for a long time. You can hang around people who are you know, in the church for a long time. And not actually get to the place where you have allowed the word of God to work in you. Yeah, there are a lot of people like that. There are a lot of people like that. Yeah. And time will tell. Time reveals the seeds that have been sown in your heart. That's it. If time comes by, passes by, and nothing shows, it shows that nothing was in there. You heard it, but you went to this side and went to the other. You just left so you have to take these things seriously. We are not coming to your home because it's fun. Who wants to be on screen? You know, We're coming to you because God says we should come to you. That's why we are talking to you. So take the word of God seriously. Don't joke with it. Take these things seriously. Put them to work for yourself. It's time to believe God's word. It's time to believe God's word. It's not time to joke with it. It's time to believe God's word. Let me show you something in Romans chapter 13. This is not... All I'm saying is not part of my notes. But... As I'm talking to you, just coming to me to share them with you. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 13. Let's read from verse 10. He says, Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. And that knowing, and that knowing that time, that now it is high time to time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. You see, and that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. Maybe you've been sleeping for a very long time as a child of God. Maybe the word has not come into you, but then you don't be taking it seriously. Just as it comes, you forget about it. The next time you hear it again is when you hear it through these means or through other means. You've never had the wisdom to get a hold of the word. You have to get a hold of the word. Paul told Timothy, he says that, lay hold on eternal life. He told Timothy to lay hold, this fight the good fight of faith. And he told him, lay hold on eternal life. Make it yours. Make it yours. Make it yours. Don't joke with it. Lay hold on it. Lambano it. You see, go for the word. That's what he's trying to say. Go for the word. Let it work in your life. That's in First Timothy chapter six. That's all. Find the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold on eternal life. Then John, John writing in First John chapter five, verse, verse thirteen. Look at First John five thirteen. It says something remarkable there. He says that these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye, that, ye life, that ye may know that you have eternal life. That ye may know that you have eternal life. You know, the second part is actually not part of it. And that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. It's not actually part of the original. If you read it in any other version, you will not see it there. Do you see? He says, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know. They had eternal life. But then he said, I'm writing to you so that you'll get to know. Wow. They had it. But they had never bothered to get to know what they had. They had heard it preached in church. But they had never bothered to really find out for themselves. You see, they, they, they hadn't bothered to find out for themselves. It's, it's so important. You, you see, my faith cannot work for you. Faith is a, is a private individual thing, it's personal. You see, you must make your faith work by hearing the word for yourself, by taking the word of God seriously for yourself. It's high time we are woke out of our sleep. Because the time that we believed, okay, has been high, it's high time. Our salvation is nearer than when we believed. Look at verse 12. Romans chapter 13 verse 12. The night is fast spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. And let us put on the armor of light. Let us cast off the works of darkness. And let us put on the armor of light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe on Wednesday I'm going to talk more about these things. Yeah. You know, but I say these things to just help you. That these things that we are saying to you are very important. You have authority. You have to use that authority. You have authority. You have to use that authority. It's a reality. It's not, it's not here see. It's not something that we have just... No. We are just coming across. You know, It's true. It's real. These are things that actually happened. They did. They happened. Truly Christ went to hell for your sake. And he went there with you. Truly you were made alive in hell. And truly you were brought out of hell. By the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. Do you see? And truly you were ascended with him. And truly you sat down with him. On the throne of majesty on high. And that is where you are now. Put your authority to work. But today I want to show you how to put your authority to work. I want to show you. Because the last time we learned that. God is not going to do anything about it. is not going to do about anything about the sickness. He's not going to do anything about this virus. God is not going to do anything about it. We have to, we have to rise up with our faith. With our authority and do something about it. And thank God for men of God who understand these things, who are leading the body of Christ to do what we are talking about. Because the body of Christ can be praying and crying. God have mercy on us and nothing will happen. Everybody will die because your knowledge is not correct. What you know is not correct. The actual thing, what is supposed to be done, is that we have to cast that thing from Israel. And thank God it's being done. So we know we are sure. That we have the victory. That's not how life is going to end. No. It's it's just it's come to pass by. Yeah. It has come to pass. And it's not going to stay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Get ready. You'll be, going, you'll be going back to work. You'll be going back to school. You'll be going back to every other place. It, probably we should sleep on the roads when everything is done. Because some roads were blocked and all of that. It's time to go to church. You'll be going back to church and all of that very soon. Yeah, because Christians are wising up. They're getting to know it's actually from the devil and they are addressing it by the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of the Lord Jesus. So, how, how how do you use your authority? How do you put your authority to work? Very simple. You make demands or commands, you command in the name of Jesus. That's all. That's the answer. So, we can close the service. You make demands or you command in the name of Jesus. You command in the name of Jesus. You make demands or you command in the name of Jesus. If you read really Mark chapter 16, verse 15, Jesus said, we've, we've read this so many times. He says, and he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Preach the gospel to every creature. Next verse. And he says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that, you know, there's a problem with this thing, you know but not today. He that believeth that is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Do you believe? Yeah. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name. In my name. They shall cast out devils. He didn't say they shall pray to me. He didn't say they shall talk to me. He said in my name. It's not a prayer. It's not a prayer. It's a casting. (laughs) In my name shall they cast out devils. So you tell them, get out in the name of Jesus. And that's how to use your authority. As simple as ABCD. That's it. This is it. There's no complications about it at all. So when you see things happening in a certain way, you want things to get in line. Don't pray to God. Don't say, Father, thank you. You, you. you can say all the right things in your prayer. Father, thank you for today. Thank you that this devil uh, uh, cannot do anything around me. I thank you that this sickness, I have authority over it. I thank you that this is. This. you say so many things. In Jesus' name, amen. You've not casted a thing out. You didn't cast it out. <laughs> you just declared what God has made you. But you didn't talk to they need to be spoken to. Hallelujah. If you don't talk to them, they know you are not referring to them. You have to be specific. You have to talk to him and tell him, brother, get out. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And you get out. That's how it's supposed to be. Not, you, you address a sickness in the name of Jesus and it happens. It goes away. I don't know if you understand. So don't pray. It's not time to pray. More than half of the times, you shouldn't be praying to God. You should be addressing issues. You should be addressing things. Get out in the name of the Lord Jesus. You have no place here. Stop your maneuvers in the name of the Lord Jesus. You devil, stop your maneuvers in the name of the Lord Jesus. Get you, get out of this place in Jesus' name. That's all. That's all you need to do. So get your theology right. Let me show you some more. Yes. Luke, chapter, Luke chapter 10, verse 17. Luke chapter 10, verse 17. And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. They came rejoicing, saying that the devils are subject unto us. How? Through thy name. Because we are talking to the devils. Get out. In the name of Jesus. And it worked for them. This was even before Jesus went to the grave and did all the beautiful things that he, he did. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah you see so you use your authority by making a demand now when you are making a demand you're not talking to god it has nothing to do with god remember he's giving you authority for you to exercise your authority you are the policeman you don't say i uh, uh, stop stop right now because uh, the president says you should stop <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about President, so you talk to the president you, you say, President, I'm about to stop somebody President, help me stop the person <laughs> That doesn't work The policeman knows he has authority When he's got you, he's got you <laughs> And whatever he needs to do He will do to you <laughs> To make sure you submit yeah. Because it has nothing to do with the president. Uh-huh. This is not a time to call on the president. This is not a time to talk to the president. This is the time to do what you're supposed to do. The president might be sleeping at that time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you talk to that devil in the name of the Lord Jesus and tell him to get out. Stop your maneuvers and get out now. You have no place around. Get out in the name of the Lord Jesus. And you'll be surprised. You'll be shocked. You know. One man of God was praying for people. They came into a, in a healing line. He was praying for them. And uh, there was this man who was part of the line who had a mental problem. So he laid his hands on him and prayed for him. And then the man went to sit down. And he continued praying for the others. But he laid hands on two more people. On the th- when he was laying hands on the third person, he looked at the man's side. And as soon as he looked at the man's side, he saw in another spirit, a devil sitting on the shoulder of the man with a padlock that was you know uh, around the man's head locked with and the guy the, the demon had the key monkey looking type of demon so the man of god called the man back and told him to come back so he came back into the line then he addressed the devil and said that in the name of Jesus, get out of this place right now. Leave this man alone. Demanded him for nothing. You know, some people, some people think that they're falling. No, authority has nothing to do with antiques. It has nothing to do with those things. No, it has nothing to do with rolling or any of those things. So long as you know what you're doing. You don't even need to see in the spirit to see whether the demon is living or not. It makes no difference. The most important thing is that you know what you are doing. You know that you have authority from the Lord. And you know that when you talk to the devils in the name of Jesus, they will all get out. So he spoke to that devil. And that devil left with his padlock. <laughs> and the man, not knowing what had happened, spiritually speaking, said that it's as though something has left my mind. It's as though something was binding my mind initially and it has, it's gone now. Wow, he became free. You take, the, you take the authority in the name. You see, because the name of Jesus has all the authority. All that Jesus accomplished is vested into, the name of, into his name. All that he did is invested into his name. All his authority is invested into his name. And his name has been given to us to use. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me show you some more. In John chapter 14, verse 12, Jesus said something very important there. A lot of people think this is prayer, but this is not prayer. It is says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. How shall he do the greater works? It says, And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. Are you seeing it? Yeah. Verse 13. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. I will do it. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. So this has nothing to do with praying to the Father. This has everything to do with commanding, demanding things to be done in the name of Jesus. He says, I will do it. This shall be done. This is different from John chapter 16. There's another scripture that looks like this in John chapter 16 from verse 23. John 16, 23. That one is in reference to the Father. So that describes prayer. So Jesus said, And in that day you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever you shall ask the Father, you see. it says, Whatever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Whatever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. The other one didn't say, Whatever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will do it. He says, Whatever you shall ask, Actually, the word ask there is demand. Do you see? In John 14, 14. John 14, 13. Look at 14, 13. This is King James. He says, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name. He didn't say whatsoever you shall ask the Father. He says, whatsoever you shall ask. And the word ask is demand. Do you see? Whatsoever you shall demand to be done. Whatsoever you shall command to be done. Shall be done in my name. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name. That will I do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. When you do this, the Father is glorified. If you take authority and you say what you're supposed to say and give the command for things to happen, the Father is glorified in the Son. What the Father did in the Son comes to light. Yeah, he says he shall see his seed and he shall prolong his days. The Father becomes excited because what he did in Christ has paid off you are you now know what you're supposed to do and you are now thinking taking authority in every single place that you find yourself i don't know if you understand what i'm trying yeah. to say yeah so this has nothing to do with the father this has everything to do with commanding making commands making commands is whatsoever i don't know what stress that is around you that you know you need to take authority over it is a sickness address that sickness don't go don't beat about the bush don't talk around the the sickness do you see? Don't talk around the sickness. God, you know, you know what I'm going through. Your humble servant is talking to you. I come before you this day with all of my heart, in my humility. I pray to you, Lord. I mean, you are trying to make a request, and you want the Lord to know how important this particular request is. And you add the business, oh, That even makes it worse. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stop praying like that. Stop talking like that tell the sickness, get out in the name of the Lord Jesus. You spread behind diabetes. I pick my authority in Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In that name that every single thing responds to. I address you now. I command you to get out in the name of the Lord Jesus. Go and never come back again. And you'll be surprised that from that moment forward you start getting well. Hallelujah. That's all you need to do. That's all, there's, nothing, there's nothing else. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. This virus is the smallest thing. I mean, it's nothing. You address it in the name of Jesus. And it is gone. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. So all of Jesus' authority. Why, why do we make demands in Jesus' name? Because in the name of Jesus is a very special name. All the authority that Jesus had is invested in that name is invested in that name. You see, a name is not a name when there's nothing backing it. You see, if there's no weights backing that name, it's not a big deal. The Queen of England has a name. You see, she has a name because of what backs her. Because of the history that backs her. Because of the treasures, the money that backs her. Because of the victories that back her. The authority that backs her. So when, when you mention a name in certain quarters, you are respected. If you have a letter from her to a, someone to do something, they will make sure you, you get what you are looking for. Because you are coming in the name of the queen. The name of Jesus is higher than every name that can, ever be think, can, ever, can you, you can ever think about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 21. All of Jesus' authority is vested in his name. Remember he said that all authority in heaven... That on earth is given unto me. Go ye therefore. you see? That authority that is given to him in heaven and in earth is actually invested into his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1 21. He says far above our principality and power. We've used the scripture so many times, so many times, and might and dominion and every name that is named. He says, God raised him up. Let's read from verse 19. I think it will be good if we read from verse 19 and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us what who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand, in the heavenly places, far above all principality, and power, and might, and dominion, then he says, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, so there is no devil in this world, or no devil in whichever world it is, That has a name that is higher than the name of Jesus. Every name responds to the name of Jesus. Diabetes is a name. Cancer is a name. Stroke is a name. Demons are names. They have names. Unclean spirits are names. That is their name. So if you address them, if there's a higher authority, just imagine if the queen comes and uh, you you have a seat. You are in a seat. And she says, this is the seat I want. Will you not get up? Why will you get up? Because there's someone who is higher than you. Yeah. There's someone who has a bigger name than you. Yeah. So you will, you will get up. You will not... You, will not. you see, because the the guard she's coming with, the body God she's coming with, all the, the entourage she's coming with, I mean, all the world guys, you have M.I. 16 people there, you have all kinds of people there coming with her. And she says, I want your seat. And you say, you can't have my seat. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> You will be ejected from that meeting, I tell you. Even if you organized it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Because there's someone who is higher who has come. Guess what? All of heaven backs you. All of heaven backs that name. And you are coming in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He says that he has a name that is higher than every name. Let's read the Amplified. From verse 21. Amplified. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named above every title that can be conferred. Above every title that can be conferred. You see, we give names to sicknesses. When it is discovered, then we give a name to it. For instance, this one has been is now called COVID-19. That that was not how it was called. Nobody had a name for it because it was not there. But when it was discovered, then it was given a name. COVID-19 is a, a coronavirus disease 2019. It was found in 2019, so they they abbreviated coronavirus disease found in 2019 So, COVID-19. It has now been given a name, given a title. But the name of Jesus is higher than every name, including that name. Wow! It cannot be compared to the name of Jesus. He says, all authority, far above all authority and power and dominion, every name that is named, every name that is named, above every title that can be conferred, not only in this age and in this world, but also in the age and the world which is to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Let's read the message. The message is also very nice. I don't know if you like the word of God that I'm sharing with you. He says, in charge of running the universe. Jesus is in charge of running the universe. Everything from galaxies to governments. Everything from galaxies to governments. No name and no power exempt from his rule. There's no name and there's no power that is exempt from his rule. And not just for the time being, but forever. And we have that name. Say, I have that name. Jesus said, in my name, you shall cast out devils. I have that name. See, I have that name. Yeah, All your authority, all the authority has been vested in a name, and that name has been given to you and I to function by. So all you need to do, the name of Jesus is like an instrument. Just dial that instrument to whoever you want things to happen. You just dial it like that. and then that's it. It works like magic. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What authority? I will never be poor in my life. I will never be sick in my life. I'll never go down. I always go higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. Because I know who I am in Christ. And I know what I have. Do you know what Peter said? Let me show it to you. Acts chapter 3. Let's read from verse 1. Let's look at Peter's experience with the name of Jesus. Hmm. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. Being the ninth hour. That's like 3 p.m., isn't it? And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, the guy was lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask of, of, alms of them that entered into the temple. Verse 3. Who seen Peter, when the guy saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an arms, was expecting some money to come to him. You know, when you have the money, you can give it. So Peter said, silver and gold, have I none? Then Peter fastening his eyes upon him, well, John said, look on us. He told him, give me your attention, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold, have I none? He didn't say silver and gold, have we none? Peter didn't have much money. He didn't have money on him. Hallelujah. Silver and gold, have I none? Then he says, but such as I have, such as i have peter was aware that he had something he was aware that he had something now is this thing exclusive to to peter emphatically no it's it's for every child of god because we were all bred with christ and we're all raised with christ and we all ascended and we all sat down on the throne of, of of majesty on high and we've all been given access to that name of jesus he said, silver and gold have none, but such as I have. He knew he had something. He knew he had the name of Jesus. He knew he had access to it. Silver and gold have none, but such as I have given unto, unto thee. In the name. Look at how he addressed the guy. In the name of Jesus Christ. He didn't talk to God. He didn't, it wasn't a prayer. This was not a prayer. This was a demand. This was a command. He commanded for something to be done in the name of Jesus Christ. And it happened. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. No prayer. This is not prayer. Stop praying. You've been praying for... I tell you, you've been praying... Nonsense, Nonsense prayer. I tell you. You've misfired. You've missed the code. Yeah. Genuine, honest mistake. Like David. Like Saul. Genuine, honest mistake. That's what God is teaching you now. He said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. Guess what? Next verse. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. He didn't didn't say anything again. He took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately, his feet and ankle bones received strength. Verse 8. And he leaping leaping up stood and walked. He leaped up and stood. The, The name of Jesus carries power. Like I said, all his authority, all his power is inside his name. And he has giving us access to that name. We can use that name. We can use that name. And he leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Everybody was surprised. What is the meaning of this? What is going on? Go to verse 12. Same book, same chapter, verse 12. And when Peter saw it, because they were, everybody was marveling, they were all shocked. How did they, What's happening here? And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? So, using the name of Jesus has nothing to do with your holiness. It has nothing to do with your power. It has nothing. That name is, uh, like I said, it's an instrument, it's something that you carry. It's potent, it has its own power, it has his own. And it works whether you feel good or do not feel good. It's like a phone. That works whether you are feeling good. If you are feeling good or not, so long as the phone is charged, it's on. It will work. It's not say that, oh, today you are not feeling good, so it's not going to work. It has nothing to do with you. The name of Jesus has nothing to do with, with your personal feelings, with what you think or don't think. It's, it's an instrument. It's an instrument that we have. He said, in the name of Jesus. He was using the name as an instrument. Like you use an, a, a hammer or, or something. An axe or something. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the guy lived up and walked. He says, Why looking unto us as though we by our, our own power, our, our holiness, have made this man whole? It's not possible. It's not, it's not us. Verse 12. Go to verse 13, Acts 3:13. The God of Abraham and of, and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified the Son Jesus, whom you believe, whom you delivered up, and denied him in the presence of Pilate. When he was determined to let him go. But he denied the Holy One. And the just. And desired a murderer to be granted unto you. Just giving the history. Next verse. And killed the prince of life. Whom God has raised from the dead. You killed him but God has raised him from the dead. Whereof we, we are witnesses. We are witnesses of that fact. Next verse. And his name. His name. Through faith in his name. Next words, I want to talk about faith in the name of Jesus and His name. Through faith in His name, has made this man strong. And it it is His name, through faith in His name, that has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yea, the faith which is by Him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. It is faith in His name that has made this guy walk. That's what he said. Peter had results. He had results. How? Through the name. He didn't pray. It was not a prayer. Always remember that. It was not a prayer. He didn't pray. Go to chapter 4, verse 7. When Peter was talking to the the Sanhedrin because he arrested them, you know, for healing the guy in the name of Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) For getting someone better in the name of Jesus. They they were arrested. Verse 7, Acts 4, 7. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, by what power? Look at what the, the, the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin asked. By what power? That is by... The word power there is dunamis. By what power? Or by what name? They knew. By what name? By what? In other words, by what authority have you done this? By what name? By what power? The name has its power and it has its authority on its own. It works independent of your feelings. So I'm here to tell you that you have that name. Just use that name address things, make demands. That is how you use authority. Just make demands, make commands in a name. And forget about it. You'll be surprised at what you see. Look at verse 8. And Peter, then Peter filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel. Verse 9. If with this they be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all, and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So he was so emphatic about it. He knew exactly how he got the result. Silver so and good have I none, but such as I have. Ask your neighbor, what do you have? Do you know what you have? Yeah. I have the name of Jesus. I, I Say, I have the name of Jesus. I have, I have access to that name. I have access to that. Yeah, you have access. The name actually comes with a password. And you have that password. You have been granted access. You have that password. You have access. The seven sons of Sceva in Acts chapter 19 were trying to use the name of Jesus. They were not born again. The password is to be born again. When you are born again, you accept. Because in your born again experience, you declare the lordship of Jesus over your life. And you, you believe the fact that he died. And the fact that he was raised from the dead by the power of God. That's what you see. Then you are made righteous. Then you are declared saved. That's, it. That's what you need. The seven sons of Sceva had not done this. And they wanted to do something. So in Acts chapter 9, 19, sorry. Acts chapter 19, I want us to read from verse 11. You know, because we're seeing a lot of things being done by Paul. It says, And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Wow. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus. Because they knew. They were seeing how Paul was doing it. It was working. Paul lays his hand on people and says, out! In Jesus' name! And the devil gets out. So they thought, "This, this thing is so easy. Let's do some. So then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adore you by Jesus whom Paul preached. They didn't even do it right. We adore you (laughs) by Jesus whom Paul preached. Next verse, verse 14. Look at what the devil did. And there were seven sons of one ski by a Jew and chief of the priests, which did so. Verse 15. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. I'm aware of Jesus. And Paul, I know. I'm aware of Paul. But the, 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 the demons around you know you. They know you. Not, not, for, not for bad. They know how dangerous you are. It's, it's, it's like uh, monkeys playing around a lion. Who does not know that an a lion? That's how demons you know behave. Yeah, They just play around the lion. You are the lion. You can chew them up quickly. But because you don't know what you are, they, can, they are just moving around and having a nice time around you. Jumping and hitting your head and hitting your stomach. And No. Rise up. Tell anybody, rise up. rise up. Rise up. With the power of God that you have. He says, and the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? Who are you? They didn't have access to that name. Brother, are you born again? Yeah. If you are born again, sister, if you are born again, you have access to that name. You have access to that name. Jesus said that ask whatsoever you shall ask. This is how we do mighty works. Jesus began by saying that you shall the one who those who believe in me shall do the work that whatever I do they shall do also and greater works than these shall they do. Yeah, greater works than these shall they do because I go unto my Father. Yeah, whatsoever you shall ask. Very well, I say unto you, John 14, 12. Very well, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I shall do, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Next verse. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name. You see, we have the Holy Spirit. He says, I'm going to the Father because the Holy Spirit is going to come. He says, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. And Peter knew how. He knew what to do. So he made the demand. He made the demand in the name of Jesus. And that devil that was in charge of making the guy cripple from, from his mother's womb left completely. Well, you know that the sons of Sceva suffered, isn't it? The demon jumped on them. There were seven of them. He beat all of them and tore their clothes. They went away naked. Yeah. And the evil spirit, this is Acts 19.15. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? Next verse. And the man in whom the evil spirit was, was lived on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house, naked and wounded. Verse 17. Look at verse 17. And this was known to all the Jews and Greeks also dwelling at Ephesus. And fear fell on all, fear fell on them all. And the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. The name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. His name was magnified. So he wants his name to be magnified. How? By you using his name. By you getting results in his name. By you using that name to achieve greatness. That's why he gave you that name. So all his authority is in the name. It's in his name. It is in his name. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Paul knew. Acts chapter 16 verse 16. Paul knew. So in Acts chapter 16 we see Paul using the name of Jesus. Just always look at how the tenses, look at how the word of God, you know, puts things. He says, And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and asked and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, who show unto us the way of, of salvation. Now that was, a, was an evil spirit, but it was saying something that was Good. The evil spirit knew what was going on. That's a familiar spirit. And this did she many days. You know, she was saying the right thing, but she wasn't from God. So there are are people who say the right things, but are not from God. (laughs) And this did she many days. But Paul being grieved, Paul got angry. You see, the problem is that a lot of people are not angry. There are a lot of children who are not angry. Yes, you need, to, you need to get angry. You've been entertaining the sickness for a very long time. You've been entertaining the infirmity for a very long time. It's as though you like it. It's as though you're enjoying it. It's as though you like it. You know, because the way you even talk about it, as for this, my asthma. You've customized it for yourself. Ask for this, my hip- uh, hypertension. As for this, my menstrual cramps. When it comes, it goes like this. I'll just be going like that. As for this, my cough. Every hammer 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 time (laughs) it will come. Wow! (laughs) You've you've customized it for yourself. You are not yet angry. You are not yet angry. Jesus got angry. Jesus got angry so many times. When Jesus got to the tomb of Lazarus' tomb, and the people were crying and all of that. The Bible says that he groaned in the spirit. He got angry. Like, how come you guys don't understand the fact that I can do something about this? Got angry. And he called Lazarus out. Lazarus, come forth! The guy came back. He came back out of the dead. You are not angry. You are not yet angry. Okay, keep your finger. Go to Ephesians chapter 4. Let's read verse twenty. Hmm. The Bible says, "Be angry and sin not." That's what I want to show. That's what I want to show you. Verse twenty-six, visions chapter four, verse twenty-six. It says, "Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath." In other words, you must get angry. Ah, didn't you read? He says, "Be ye angry. Get angry." And sin not, but get angry. Get angry at what? You need some holy indignation. It's called holy indignation. You need to become angry at the circumstance. You need to become fed up with the situation, or else it will not go. I don't know if you are seeing what I am talking about. You need to get angry. You need to rise up in anger and say, "Enough is enough." What is the meaning of this? I am tired of this sickness. Get out of my life in the name of Jesus, and you'll be surprised. You'll be shocked. Paul got angry. Bible says Paul was grieved. Hmm? Go back to that place, Acts chapter sixteen. Oh, hallelujah! And this did she, verses Acts sixteen eighteen. And this 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 did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, he spoke to the spirit. He didn't talk to God. He spoke to the Spirit. That's how to do it. He spoke to the Spirit. He turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of it. And he came out the same hour. I mean, the devils don't have any option but to come out. Whether you see a manifestation or not makes no difference makes no difference. Whether you see a shaking or not, makes no difference. Whether you see a falling down or not, makes no difference. Whether you feel something or not, makes no difference. They are bound to come out because you are dressing them in a certain name. That has all authority and that has all power. It's called the name of Jesus. And you see things changing around. Take your, take your authority. This is what to do. Remember, Jesus said he's not going to do anything about it. He says, you resist the devil. Isn't it? Be sober, Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, goeth about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Then he says, whom ye resist thou steadfast in your faith. Steadfast. Resist him steadfast in your faith. So you need to resist him steadfastly. You are not going any further. Stop your maneuvers right now. For instance, there are some, some people in your family who, who you've been praying for, for their salvation. Stop praying for their salvation. Command that devil that is worrying them to live for their salvation to come. Yeah, because there are some who are influenced by all kinds of things. And you have authority in your own family. You are the priest of the family. What you say to happen is what will happen. Exactly. Hmm. You've been praying wrong prayers. God saved them. Remember what he did in Christ. He saved all of humanity in Christ. Please, stop making unnecessary requests. He saved everyone. Ah, Am I lying? Everybody was saved in Christ. If your family members are not saved, what should you do? You must enforce the authority of God in your home. Every devil. There are demons of drunkenness, demons of of blindness that are blinding them that you need to handle by the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Paul addressed that spirit. Paul addressed that spirit. And he said, Paul, being grieved, he was grieved, said to the spirit, he said to the spirit, I command you, go back to that place, Acts chapter 13, chapter 16 rather, verse 18. Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of it. And he came out that same hour. Brother, what are you going to do? Sister, what are you going to do? Get angry and and start commanding some things and start demanding some things to happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? Because the name of Jesus has been exalted above all the names. I showed you. But there's one in Philippians chapter 2 that you need to see. Philippians 2 from verse 5. You need to see these things in the scriptures. Yeah. The name of Jesus is higher than every other name. So there's a song that goes like that. The name of Jesus higher than other names king of all kings no other name like his the name of Jesus higher than other names alpha and omega no other name like his, we'll sing that song before we close hallelujah Philippians chapter 2 verse 5, this is nice you need to see this let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. Listen, brothers, it's not a joke. These things are not a joke. Do, do, do I look like someone who is joking? No. I'm not joking. Do you think that scriptures are a joke? No. They're not joking with you. These things are not a joke. They work. Unless God was lying. Since let God be true not let all men be liars. God is true. He cannot lie. These things are serious. serious, us real business, I tell you. It works. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. Philippians 2.5. Verse 6, who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God? Verse 7, but made himself of no reputation. showing you Jesus' history, what he did for you and I. But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Even the death of the cross, he humbled himself unto death. Even the death of the cause, then it is because of what he has done. Wherefore, wherefore, because of what he did. You know, you can get a name, you can get an influence by either achieving it. Okay, you can achieve greatness, or you can uh, by by get by achieving greatness. You have greatness conferred on you, isn't it? You can be born great and hence have a name. Then you can have an, a name uh, 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 because of. Yeah, because you are born, you know, into a particular group, you can have a name that is inherited. I hope you get it. There are three main ways, you know, and Jesus had all of them. He says, "Wherefore God also has highly exalted because of what he did, because of his accomplishment, because of what he did. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus." that at the name of Jesus when we mention that name at that name he says every knee should bow this is not there's no um, room for considerations every knee should bow it's a command every knee must bow the knee has to respond. Whether it likes it or not. The knee of cancer will respond. The knee of diabetes will respond. The knee of HIV will respond. <laughs> the knee of demons will respond. That at the name of Jesus, every knee, every knee makes no difference. You need to you need to meditate on these things. You need to think on it. Yeah? You need to think on it. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of things and beings. You see that the word things is in brackets. Because it, 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 has, it has a very large reference. It's, it's with everything in mind. Of beings, of things, of everything in heaven. And beings and everything in earth. And beings and everything under the earth. Everything should, should respond to the name of Jesus. Yeah. Why? Because of what he did. Because of what he did. Wherefore God has also highly exhorted him. That is the first part we'll be discussing on this world. Well, His exhortation. He was raised from the dead and made to sit far above all principalities and powers. That is the exhortation. is Wherefore God has also highly exalted him. After he exalted him, he gave him a name that is above every name. That at that name, every knee should bow of beings in heaven, of beings on earth, and of beings under the earth. And that every tongue should confess. That Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. It is all to the glory of God the Father. Yeah. And I have access to that name. I have access to that name. You have access to that name. What, What will not work? What can't we do? What can't we accomplish? What can't we get done? Everything responds. Coronavirus responds. Everything responds to that name. Everything. 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 So in Colossians 3.17, the Bible says that whatsoever you do in word or in deed, do all. Do everything you do in the name of Jesus. Giving thanks to God by, by the Father and the Father by Him. Whatsoever you do in word, whatever you do in word, whatever you do in word, whatever you are saying, say it in the name of Jesus. That gives you access. Yeah. That makes a way. You can, you can go forward in the name of Jesus. You can make progress by using the name of Jesus. You can say, I'm going forward in Jesus' name. And you'll be going forward. Yeah. You can say, I'm, go- I'm getting better and stronger and greater by the day. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And you get better and stronger and greater by the day. You can say, the word of God is working in me, in Jesus' name. And it's the wisdom of God is working in you, in Jesus' name. Whatever you do in word, or in deed, as you are working. As you are working. Whatever thing that you are working as you're working, you work in the name of Jesus. I do this in the name of Jesus. Hmm. Yeah, there's a doctor here. He says, I will never contract any, any disease in the name of Jesus. Because you're always working with diseases. Yeah. You can be pricked by a needle. You can touch a surface that has whatever on it. He says, whatsoever you do in word or in deed. He's telling Christians, you and I. Whatsoever you do in word or in deed. Do all. Do all. In the name of Jesus. Because he knows the power that backs that name. There's a power that backs that name. When the disciples run into trouble in Acts chapter, Acts chapter 4. Remember when Peter and John got that guy healed in the name of Jesus. They were called and warned not to, to teach in that name. That's what the Pharisees the, the said. Don't teach in that name. Acts chapter 4 verse 13 I think. They knew. He said, don't teach. Now, when they, when they saw the bodies of Peter and John and perceived that they were honored and an men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Verse 14. And beholding that, what verse is it? Verse 18. Jump to verse 18. I don't want to, to read too much. Verse 18. And they called them and commanded them to, to not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. Because the disciples knew how to do everything in the name of Jesus. They were teaching in the name of Jesus. Can you imagine? So you should be teaching in the name of Jesus. Don't just come and stand there and teach. Teach in the name of Jesus. That's what the power is. They spoke in the name of Jesus. They acted in the name of Jesus. He says, don't teach in the name of Jesus. If you go on, you can see some in chapter 5. They arrested them in chapter 5 once again. And they said that, don't teach. Didn't we want you not to teach in the name of Jesus? And when they were released, and they went to their own group, the they lifted up their voices in prayer in one accord. And they prayed powerfully. They told God, listen on, listen. Look, look at what they did. Look at their prayer. I think we should you should study their prayer on your own. Okay? Go down, Acts chapter 4, go to where they started praying. I think it was 28. 28, yeah. Go up. 24. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which has made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is. We we're giving God funds. Who by the mouth of thy servant David has said, Why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? Continue. The kings of earth stood up, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. Next verse. For of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together. Next verse. For to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. They are giving history. And now, Lord, so now they come to the business. Now, listen to the content of their prayer. Okay? This is how Christians are supposed to pray. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. There's a problem. There's a challenge. That was pushing the church back and preventing the church from going, going forward. They gave God history. How things have happened. To the point where they were. Lord, behold their threatenings. Look at what they are saying. I think they should have told God. God, now do something. Uh, Like, make sure Herod is is, is sick. We curse Herod. Make sure, intervene for us, Lord. Have mercy on us, Lord. Because this was a very dangerous time. Very dangerous time. Christianity was going to come to an end. Look at what they prayed to. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. And grant, look at their threatenings. And grant unto thy servants that with all boldness, because the instructions were clear when Jesus gave them. When he was going, he says, I have all authority. Go. Something has come. What do we do? Lord, grant us boldness. Boldness. Give us boldness. To preach. That with all boldness, we may speak thy word. We will speak your word with boldness. Give us boldness. Grant us boldness. Grant, grant us that with all boldness, they may speak thy word. Look at the next verse. Elogashe <laughs> tenemino. logashi. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Wow. wow. I love the word. See, I love the word. I love the word. It just shows me what to do. It just shows me what yeah. So sometimes some people think that, oh, we are too, you are too, some way. How come everybody's saying this and you're saying something else? It's because what they are saying is not scripture, it's not in the Bible. They've not read their Bible. They are being emotional, they are identifying with all kinds of things at this people. Grant thy servants that with all boldness we may speak thy word. Then it says, by stretching forth thine hand to heal. So you think that God is the one going to do it. You see. So there's a, there's a semicolon, right? It says, by stretching forth thine hand to heal. So he's explaining how the healing is going to happen. And that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. do you understand what he's saying he's saying that grant us boldness so that when we lift our hands and we say in the name of Jesus that name will really work as it's supposed to work because they knew that that name had been given to them they weren't praying for God to come and do something no no. grant us boldness to use the name grant us boldness to say what you're supposed to say when we get there by stretching forth thy hand to heal and that signs and wonders the name carries signs and wonders all the signs that you need, all the wonders that you need in life, all the miracles you need in life is inside that name mention and call that name if there is anything you need, you need boldness to call that name that's why you shouldn't joke with the name as far as God is concerned this is the most precious name that you can ever think about so don't make fun of it sometimes you have us, um, you know something happens, hey child, Jesus it's not good God spoke to my wife some time ago about it. But you confuse your spirit. Whenever you do that, you know, something happens. That, hey, Jesus. Or, you know, it's something that's... Hey, it's like, even in the movies, Jesus Christ. Stand-up comedy. comedy. Brother, don't follow them. It's the devil's trick to make sure that name becomes weightless on the lips of Christians? Because they, don't, they, are not, they, are not, they are not using it right. This is a precious name. This is your power. This is the power of God wrapped up in a name. Don't just mention it anyhow. Use it when you are supposed to use it. Don't just talk anyhow. Don't just talk anyhow. Grant us with all boldness. By stretching forth thine hand to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done. By the name of thy holy child. Jesus Christ. Wow. What a blessing. What a blessing. All authority is vested in that name. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 to verse 4. You like what I'm sharing with you? Hmm. Yeah. Mm. It says God who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets has in these last days spoken unto us by his son whom He has appointed heir of all things, by whom also He made the worlds. Who being the brightness of His his glory and the express image of His person, and upholding all things by the word of His power, when He had by Himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the Majesty on high. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Then He says, being made so much better than the angels, as He has by inheritance, as He has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. He has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than thee. That name is excellent. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ my King. What a beautiful name it is. Nothing can stand against it. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He's been given a name that is higher than every name. Yeah. Yes. It's called the wonderful name of Jesus. We have authority. What can't we do? That is the question. What can't we do? What can't be accomplished in that name? Whatsoever you do in word or in deed. Do all. Do all. Just address things though. I've showed you. I've showed you. This, that's the aim of this particular service. Yeah. To show you how to talk. To show you how to make demands. Just make the demand in the name of Jesus. I command this thing to happen. To say, well, You are the commanding commanding type. <laughs> Brother, it's a scripture. It's a scripture. You have to command in the name of Jesus. We have to command for things to be made. And things to be done in the name of Jesus. It says all things in heaven. In, he- in, he- in earth. And none of the earth respond to that name. Everything responds to that name. Then it says, Whatsoever you do in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. So what are you waiting for? Command. Make commands. Make progress in life. You see, the word of God brings you progress. It says, study these things. Give yourself confidence to them, so that your progress may appear unto all men. Then speaking in tongues brings brings you progress, it says that, But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, make progress. The Amplified says, make progress. Rise higher and higher like an edifice. Then he shows us how to make progress in the name of Jesus. It's Whatsoever you do in word or in deed. Whatever you do in word or in deed. Do all. Why? Because the name will cause you to advance. You can advance in the name of Jesus. You can go higher and higher in the name of Jesus. You can change your level to another level in the name of Jesus. You can make advancement. Jesus says, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against like How do you advance towards the gates of hell? In the name of the Lord Jesus. So he set the problem down. There are problems you need, to, you need to put down and go around that problem. Speaking in tongues. Why do you speak in tongues? You're speaking in tongues to well up to well up boldness. To well up confidence. That's what you do. Just well up yourself in the spirit. And then you turn to that problem and you point to it and you say, In the name of the Lord Jesus, you devil of infirmity, you demon of infirmity, Wherever you came from. Whether you came from another sea. Wherever you came from. I address you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hear me now. I cast you out now. Jesus. Get out and never come back again. Stop your maneuvers. Get out and never come back again. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And now I command progress. I command progress. I co- if it's sickness, you start commanding your tissues. You start commanding your cells. You start commanding every single thing in your blood to start conforming. In the na- Remember, everything responds to the name of Jesus. Everything responds to the name of Jesus. Whether it's blood tissue, whatever it is. Body parts, they all respond to the name of Jesus. So you start correcting them in the name of Jesus. I command all the cells around this area which was affected to start conforming in the name of Jesus. Start, don't talk to God. Talk to the problem in the name of Jesus and watch that problem change. That's what you're supposed to do. I don't know if I'm teaching you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. I'm closing. I'm closing on Wednesday I'm going to show you some more how to do it in faith you see how to exercise authority remember Peter said that it is faith in the name that has caused this thing to happen so what, what, how, how, what, what type of faith is he looking at? what is he talking about when he talks about faith? you know I'll, I'll address it on Wednesday for you and help you with it hallelujah, hallelujah. See, I'll never, I'll never go down in my life how can I fail? Can I fail? it's not possible It's not possible. How can I be sick? What sickness? Which name? Which name are you talking about? What name? What name? I have a certain name. That is higher than every other name. And I'm seated in heavenly places with that name. I am armed with that name. In heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Nothing can touch me. It's not possible. God has has given us so many things. This is why I worship God. When I look at the things that he has done. You did all these things for me. did all these things for me. Wow. Yeah. I just minister to the Lord. But I remember the things that he has done. Through his word for me. Through Christ for me. I have nothing. There's nothing else to demand. There's nothing else to ask for. Remember my joint. What will I ask for? Is it money? I'm not going to ask for money. I just command money to come. You see? You just, yeah, hey, command money. What's that? Is that juju? It's not juju. <laughs> command that money to come. You bind the devil. That's how you deal with it. You bind the devil. You tell the devil to take his hands off your money. And you command that money to come. Take your hands off that money in the name of. Take your hands off my money in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I command this money. You mention the amount to come in the name of the Lord Jesus. And you send ministry You send the angels to go and go and bring you that money. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Don't be a natural man. The Bible says that the natural man does not understand. He cannot understand the things of the spirit. You see. First Corinthians chapter two, verse fourteen. Let's look at it. First Corinthians two fourteen. Don't be and we are not natural men. A natural man is one who is not born again. Do you see? But the natural man received not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them. Because they are spiritually discerned. He cannot know them. You are not a natural man. You are a child of God. You are child. If you are not born again today, I'm going to lead you to know? Christ. But if you are a child of God, you are not a natural man. You can discern the things that be of God. You can. If you read verse 12, Acts, uh, 1 Corinthians 2.12, it says that, But we have received not the spirit of this world, but we have received the spirit which is of God, so that we might know. The things that are freely given unto us. Hallelujah. Now we have seen not the spirit of the world, but the spirit of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. The natural man cannot know these things because they are spiritually descent. But the one who is born again can know them. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is in his life to bring them to his, his, his heart, to bring the knowledge, to bring revelation of it to his heart. You see. Why? Because you're a child of God. Don't be a babe in Christ. Stop being a child. Children don't get the full benefit. They don't get the full benefit. Stop being a child. Decide to mature. Decide to grow up. Paul said, I could not speak unto you. That's chapter, chapter 3, the next chapter. Verse 1. It says, and I, brother, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I couldn't speak unto you as, as, as unto spiritual. I couldn't share the word with you the way I wanted to. Because you were carnal. You weren't thinking right. You weren't thinking the way you ought to think. You weren't thinking in line with the word of God. This is true. Accept it as truth. Accept it as your reality. Don't joke with it. Put it to work. God is showing you how to put it to work. You make demands in the name of Jesus. Not pray. Don't stop praying. those. Stop talking to them. Whenever you make reference, reference to the Father, give him worship. That's what you need to do. Do, do do things that are written in the Bible. Acts chapter 13 verse 1 talks about how these prophets and teachers gathered and were praying. Were fasting and praying. The Bible says that they were ministering to the Lord. They were just worshipping God. That was all oh, because there's nothing. What else is there, is there to demand from him? There's nothing to demand from him. His divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. What is there to demand of him? As they minister to the Lord. Acts chapter 13 verse 2. They gathered and they ministered to the Lord. The, the amplifier says they worshipped God. As they worship God, God spoke to them. The Holy Spirit said to them. The Holy Spirit is the one who is admi- the administrator of all the things that God has done in Christ. God is not working. Christ is not working. The Holy Spirit is the one working. God has done his things in Christ for us. It is the finished work of Christ. It's done. But the Holy Spirit is the one in charge of bringing those things to your knowledge. Bringing those things to your heart. So if there's, anything that, if there's anything that is working, if there's any part, if there's any, if God is working, it's the Spirit that is working. And his Spirit is, so the Bible shows us that the Spirit, Spirit is working now. The Holy Spirit is working now. Working for, for what purpose? Working to bring to you the knowledge of God and show you what to do with your life. So is the Holy Spirit is talking to you right now, bringing these things to you, telling you, don't do it like this. Do it. You can read the whole book of Acts. Just try it. Read the whole book of Acts. You can do it within two hours. Go through it and find out how many times they use the name of Jesus. Yeah, And find out how many times they prayed to God. Find out how many times they prayed to God about their problems. They never did. They never did. I can tell you. I can, I can, I can bank my life on it. They never did. They address the challenges in the name of Jesus. And they allowed the Holy Spirit to lead them. The Holy Spirit leads you. Do you see, he leads you. This one as was the ministry to the Lord. The Holy Spirit said to them, gave them information concerning what to do. The Holy Spirit tells you what to do. Do it like this. Do it like that. Do it like this. As you minister to him, he shows you what to do. Yeah. So that's that's what Christians you minister to the Lord. Worship him. Think about what he has done. Worship him. Look at Ephesians chapter five, verse eighteen. Very clear scripture. I mean, there are things that. Uh, uh, God has said that we need to, we need to know he says and be not, be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit so this is what this is what you do you you, you speak in tongue, you worship God and you're filled then the Holy spirit leads you that's how the Holy spirit works you must be filled he says and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit the word be filled is, being be is continuous is, is present continuous be being filled be being filled with the Spirit. That's what the Amplified says. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've been called into fellowship with Him. So we don't don't make requests. We're in fellowship with Him. And He shows us, as we fellowship with Him through worship, He shows us what to do. Verse 19. Look at verse 19. Speaking to yourselves in Psalms, He's not talking about me speaking to you and you speaking to me. He's talking about you talking to yourself. Speaking to yourself in sounds and hymns. That's worship, right? Worship. Worship is key. Speaking to yourself in sounds and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Wow. Wow. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ have you seen it giving thanks always for all things unto god as far as god is concerned you just give him thanks give him thanks for what for what he did all the things that he has done all the things that he has done thank you because when you think about it all the only thing you can say to him is to say thank you what else am i going to say god i don't know what i'm going to do with myself no don't talk like that why are you talking like that why are you talking like that? There's something wrong. Why are you talking like that? How can you be a king and you're talking like that? Like, as though you are in trouble. I don't know God. I don't know what I'm going to do with himself. I'm going to do, I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know what to do with myself. I know the Holy Spirit will show me what to do. All I need to do is to worship him, fellowship with him. The more I fellowship with him, he shows me. Do it like this, son. Go here. Do it like this. Talk to this one. I'll never be stuck in life. I'll always be going for it. It is stagnant what I always thinks. Yeah, Stagnation is a sign of decay. There's something wrong. You're supposed to make progress every year. Make progress every month. Get better. Get greater. All you need to do is to advance in the name of Jesus. Say it for yourself. I'm getting better and I'm getting greater. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm going forward in the name of the Lord Jesus. I can never be depressed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Every demonic manifestation around me is cancelled in the name of the Lord Jesus. I cast all devils out in the name of the Lord Jesus. Listen, there are so many devils in the world. Assuming devils. That's why he says you shall cast out devils. It's the easiest thing. Cast them out. Command that sickness to stop. Stop talking to God. Stop talking to God about it. God is telling you, Son, do something. You do something. When, Abraham, when Moses got to the Red Sea, he started praying to God. God, do something. God asked him, What is in your hand? He said, Oh, the rod. Then he said, Do something. Why are you praying to me? Do something with the rod. Stretch forth your hand to the, to the sea. Then he says, and you divide it. He told Moses, you divide it. Why? Because I've given you authority. You divide it. Why are you talking to God when the problem comes? When Pharaoh is pursuing you and the rest is in front of you, then you turn and you start talking to God. He's not interested. He's not interested. He says, you do something. Talk to the problem. Talk to the problem. What did he say to Ezekiel? Him, speak to the dry bones. Speak to the dry bones. What are you going to do? Prophesy to the dry bones. Say something. Say something. Say what God has said concerning the situation. Hebrews chapter 13, last scripture. Wow. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. I will never be poor in my life. I always get better and greater. I'm advancing in the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm making advances in the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm making progress in the name of the Lord Jesus. Listen, it says, whatsoever you do in word or in deed, do all. Whatsoever you do in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Do all. Do all. Go forward in the name of the Lord. Do your job in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, I'm going forward. I'm advancing. I'm advancing. No demon hashtag of hell can touch me. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Always remember, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I'm, I'm moving forward. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Whatever challenges I take, I'm going through you in the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm advancing. Whatever hill or mountain that is in my life is in front of me. I climb you in the name of the Lord Jesus. <laughs> and watch yourself advance. You'll be surprised. Listen, we're going to take over the world, I tell you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 13. Verse 15. It says, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God. Let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God. Let's read from verse 14. I mean, you, you understand even some more. For here have we no continuing city, but we seek one to come. We're talking about Jesus Christ. Okay? Then it says, By him, by Jesus, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. Now, how do we do that? How do you offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually? He explains this, that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. Do you see? He's showing you how so he's showing you how to offer sacrifice of praise to God continually. okay? Then he says, that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. Now guess what? The word giving thanks, is not the giving thanks that you know. Like, oh, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Like I said in the other side. That is powerful. But this one has to do with, the word giving thanks there is homologia. And it means seeing the same thing in consent with God. Do you understand? Yeah. And what it means, homo, the word homologio is to make confessions. is a, a word for confessions. Hmm? Is to make confessions. The amplified gets it a little. It says, "Which is the fruit of our lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify His name?" Now, actually, that's not what he's saying. What he's saying is this: You must make confessions in His name. I don't know if you get it. So it's just like Colossians three seventeen. Whatsoever you do doing, word or indeed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. That's what brings him glory. That's what brings him. Go to back to the King James, please. That's what brings him. That is your sacrifice. Let us let's, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is continually. That is the fruit of our lips. Giving thanks to his name, making confessions to his name. Making confessions to his name. Or making confessions in acknowledgement of his name. Please do you understand. Saying the same thing that he has said in constant in his name or to his name. What is he talking about? We've been doing it all this while well. I'm making advances in the name of the Lord Jesus. Why? Because he has said in his word hmm, that the path of the just has a shining light that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. I'm the righteous. I'm the just. I will never go down in my life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now as you say that you are giving thanks to his name. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm going forward. I'll never go down in my life. Prosperity is mine in the name of the Lord Jesus. Why? He says, For you know the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that you through his poverty might be exceedingly rich. I'm rich in the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm rich in Jesus' name. I'm strong in Jesus' name. He yeah, says, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. My soul is prospering, and hence I'm dwelling in prosperity, physical prosperity, and physical health in the name of the Lord Jesus. As you are saying those things, you are giving thanks to his name. Please do you understand? Yeah. yeah. You are giving thanks to his name. You are offering the sacrifice of praise to God continually. Continually. Making confessions to his name. Making confessions to his name. Making confessions to his name. I'm holy holy. because he says I'm holy. holy. So you say the same thing he has said in his name. I'm the righteousness of God in the name of the Lord Jesus. What did you just do? You just offered thanks. You just offered a sacrifice of praise to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you cast out that devil in the name of the Lord Jesus, what are you doing? You are celebrating his name. You are using his name. You are telling him that, thank you for giving me your name. It is working for me. It is working in every aspect of my life. Brother, we have authority. We break the back of COVID-19 in the name of the Lord Jesus. We break the back of COVID-19 in the name of the Lord Jesus. He has no influence over us. We command you to go back to the seas where you came from. And never return again to to this world in the name of the Lord Jesus hallelujah, hallelujah. see I'm going forward, forward. see I'm, I'm advancing see I'll never, be sick in my life. I'll never be sick in my life go ahead and just start thanking God for what has done for you if there's any sickness, any disease address it now in the name of the Lord Jesus address it now if there's any demon, there's any devil you realize that there's an influence you are, you are not free in your mind cast that devil out in the name of the Lord Jesus I command every devil every demon that is hanging around anybody watching me right now to get out in the name of the Lord Jesus you have no place you have no place in this body for this body is the temple of the Holy Ghost you cannot hang on their bodies you cannot sit on their shoulders I command you to get out now in the name of the Lord Jesus you cannot hang around their ears saying things to their ears I command you to get out in the name of the Lord Jesus God bless you for listening we pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastote and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastoti podcast. Simply search for Pastote on any podcast app. Plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless